This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Night Racing is back at Richmond Raceway. This spring, top NASCAR drivers like Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, Bubba Wallace, Ross Chastain, and Virginia's own Denny Hamlin will battle under the bright lights. And this historic track also offers a rocking infield experience with unparalleled access to your favorite drivers and one of the best tailgate scenes around. For a weekend of friends, family, and amazing short track action, head to Richmond Raceway, March 29th through 31st. Get tickets now at richmondraceway.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. What's up? What's up? It is Shoot Taylor, a.k.a. Blake Lee in some circles. It's kind of like a multiverse. And you are tuning in to Stu's Wrestling Podcast, the number one podcast for professional wrestling. You're listening to Stu's Wrestling Podcast. It's time. Your host, Stu Palmer. A warm welcome. This is episode 126 of Stu's Wrestling Podcast, and my guest today comes all the way from El Salvador. It's Pro Wrestling Stories author and contributor Javier Oost. He's written many articles for Pro Wrestling Stories, including the WWF steroid scandal of the early 1990s. His spin on it, a different way of looking at it as well. It's been reported in the media for so many years, but his writing is amazing. Yavi's writing is fantastic. It's not easy to write, and I just appreciate everything he does. He also has one story where he looked after the Iron Sheik at the show. There's a bit of a bad story connected to that, but Yavia goes into depth about what happened to the Iron Sheik on that day. It was an outside show at a baseball stadium, and you'll get to hear loads about that. He's a huge Oakland Raiders fan. Obviously, the franchise has moved to Vegas, but he's got some great stuff to talk about from the NFL team, from the glory days, and what's happening in current times with the team. So, without further ado, my guest today for episode 126 is the fantastic writer for Pro Wrestling Stories, author, contributor, Javier Oost. Enjoy. My guest, all the way from El Salvador, my first guest from El Salvador, it is a man who writes for Pro Wrestling Stories. He's been writing for Pro Wrestling Stories for a long, long time. I'm a huge fan of your articles and your writing. It's Javier Oost on Stu's Wrestling Podcast. And can I say a big, big thank you because you got me in contact with Mad Maxine a few months ago. You got that rocking and rolling. She was a fantastic guest. And yeah, just I love everything about the way you write. And, and just the old school man, because I know you love the old school wrestling. So welcome to Stu's Wrestling Podcast. Thanks for having me, Stu. I mean, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts uh, 
I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of yours. Thanks for having me on. I, I like your enthusiasm. You're, you're, you're just, you're just full of energy when, when I don't have energy and I just want to relax listening to a podcast. I, I, have, I have to listen to others, others, not yours, because you, you just, you just give me energy and make me want to uh, write and, and do stuff. <laughs> and I just, just kidding. I love, I love your work, man. Seriously. Thank thanks for having me on. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Now you've been writing for progress and stories for quite some time. There's one heck of a following across the socials. And obviously, you know, there's the main website and there's great contributors. I've had Evan Ginsberg on, JP Zorka. I'm missing loads out here because there's been plenty. Lanny Poffo. Lanny Poffo's been doing some bits and bobs, I've noticed. Yeah. But I mean, you've done over 100 articles now. And yeah, just like the, the, the thought process, the creative process for you and how, you know, you make it your style. That's what I want to know, first and foremost. Well, honestly, like the, the way I go is uh, I have to feel the, the, uh, the I have to get excited about the story first, about the, the topic first. It's I think pro wrestling stories is different than other websites in terms of uh, other websites. They touch upon the current current events, the current news. So they have to they have to take that. They have like 10 to 12 articles sometimes a day because they have to cover what, what happened in WWE, AEW, rumors, and uh, NWA, Japan. So they got to be churning out articles pretty much constantly and, and not necessarily long ones, but still it's, co it's, it's constant content uh, every day. But for pro wrestling stories, it's, it's, it concentrates itself more on, on happenings, but of the past. It's more of a classic. It's a frame of reference, but from the classic and the classic stories and what happened, like uh, uh, everything from hotel brawls to, to behind their curtain stories to something that happened wrong in the ring or on the road. So pro wrestling story is really about stories surrounding pro wrestling but not necessarily what happened in the ring and for the most part not of the new stuff so the way i do again i gotta get excited about the story and i look at it and then i gotta psych myself up and say okay if you're gonna go down this path you gotta you gotta complete it and and that's kind of like my mindset i get when i write a story literally it's two days of just focusing on that it's it's i'm just I'm not, a, I'm not a nice guy to be around those two days. I'm like people interrupting me and listen, man, just, just leave it, leave it at the door or, or, or take a message. I'm, I'm, it's almost like 48 hours. I'm, I'm working on that story, but uh, it's just this, because you just put, you just put it all in that story because you want it to be the, the best work possible before you uh, uh, give it to the, uh, you know, you, you send the draft in for, for editing. And hopefully everything turns out right in the end, and the and the and the readers enjoy it, and uh, and they and they share it, and uh, and if and if they're really really paying attention, they'll see my name at the top. Hey, I like the way this Javier guy writes. That that doesn't always happen because it didn't. That's not the way I when I I became a, I was first a fan of the page, and I honestly rarely noticed who would write the articles until I started writing. I started noticing who was, whose work it was to me. It was just pro wrestling stories, right? Just, I like that page. So in a sense, we're all working together so that the page uh, just succeeds and, and just is out there with the best product possible. And, and, and in the end, it's for the, the, the fans enjoyment. We enjoy what we do and, and we want the fans to also feel that and engage in, in, in the social medias and, and just 
just a wrestling supposed to be fun, right? I mean, it's not supposed to be that serious. We take it seriously, but we're supposed to be having fun as well. And that's the main, that's the main thing, man. That's absolutely 100%. That's good, good, good way of putting it. Absolutely. You know, there's too much online these days. Uh, I've never known such a toxic environment in terms of the IWC. Obviously, I'm going into something else here, but yeah, I've never known anything like it. Even with football, soccer here, you know, I've never known. I've never known it. Honestly, I have to come away from some of the groups, man. It's horrendous. I mean, I I'm part of a lot of groups because I, I like to know what's going on. But honestly, you just got to go in there and, and just just kind of put like a, a barrier between. I, I, I rarely get into those uh, those online uh, debates, arguments, fight. It, it's just it just gets so ridiculous. And honestly, I could all that energy of me trying to prove someone wrong who's who's going to think how they want to think I could put that and use that energy to, to write another article or, or, or do anything else, but, but get into some kind of Facebook, uh, uh, you know, spat. It's, it's just not worth it. Let's just enjoy what we enjoy. I like this. You don't. And that's fine. You think Ric Flair shouldn't wrestle. I think he, he should just go for it. And that's fine. That, that, that doesn't make us enemies. You know, it's just, uh, we're just passionate, but when passion over overtakes, uh, you know, rationality and, and, and common sense, that's where the problem is. And, and in the end, it, what's so funny is that all everyone's in these Facebook arguments the wrestlers and the performers they have no idea absolutely they, yeah, they, yeah. They, they, they they're they living yeah. their lives they yeah. most of them rarely unless you're 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 engaging them directly on tw on their twitter accounts they don't know about you defending him or 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 or, or uh messing you know making these disparaging comments toward him they don't know that so it's like it's like you and me argue about who's better, Spider-Man, Superman, or Batman. Does it really matter? Does it really matter? Let's just let's just enjoy what we like, you know, and go on with our lives. You know, <laughs> I've got to pick out a, a story that you did. It was fantastically written. Obviously, we've heard about it. You know, it was it was on Dark Side of the Ring, but it was great seeing it from your perspective in written form about the steroid scandal, 1992, Vince McMahon. I, I love that. I love that. So yeah, just putting that together, man, piecing that together. You know, you say you have a couple of days to, to do it and stuff. That's your timeline, your time frame. But yeah, I'd like to know the creative process with that and how you put that together because it was fantastically done, man. Loved it. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, the, the way that worked, Dark Side of the Ring, it takes them several months to put those episodes together. And when I saw that they were going to uh, touch upon that, I knew it was something that would be interesting to look at, but it is so dense and full of details. And there's so many things that went on. And, and, it's, and, and the timeline is a little extensive because first it was the doctor, right? That, uh, that was, what was his name? Uh, Zahorian. Yeah, he was Zahorian. The third, uh, he was, he was distributing, a, a, you know, steroids and to the wrestlers. But then later on, they put McMahon on trial and, 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 and that's another thing, but what really made me, uh, so, so I didn't want to go at it as a, as a perspective where I didn't want to grab everything and make an article out of something that's been talked about and written about 
you know, in books and Dark Side of the Ring. I didn't want to just do the same thing. What really inspired me to take the angle I did, which was the Donahue Show, was uh, a, a podcast called uh, Pro Wrestling Spotlight by uh, John Arezzi. And he, he talked, he was on the show and he had this radio show back in the day where it was one of the, basically one of the first shows that kind of talked about wrestling and, and not necessarily all kayfabe. He was kind of shooting, shooting and kayfabe style. And he has a podcast and he goes back and looks at episodes 30 years ago. And when, when that Donahue episode came up and I saw it and I saw uh bruno was there uh superstar billy graham was on it and and he had barrio they were on donahue and vince mcmahon actually made a rare tv appearance by himself not not with lawyers you know not through a tv screen but live on a, on a basically a tabloid talk show and he was just he was he was there to maybe show face of, for the company and look we're trying to solve this but he was getting attacked left and right by everyone. And I thought that was fascinating. And, and you'll, you pretty much won't see that anymore. Now, whenever he makes an appearance on a show or radio, TV, whatever, or podcast or like not podcast, but any, any kind of media, he will be, things will be protected around him where, and the questions will be filtered on Donahue. You could tell that he was uncomfortable. So I thought this is an article right here. Mitch McMahon is, is, is a, is a, is a, the per, a kind of person where people are always, you know, he's kind of uh, still that big enigma in, in, in wrestling. He's so famous and he's so polarizing and here he's getting his, his lunch handed to him on TV. And, and there were funny moments. There were tense moments. There were kind of uh, sad moments where you hear uh, stories of allegedly what was, what was happening behind the scenes. So to me, that had to be written about. And, and that's what the article is about. It's mainly the, uh, it is a steroid. It, I give some background, but it focuses on the, uh, the, on the uh, Donahue uh, show back in 92, I believe. Amazing, amazing getting an angle. Just take, just take something that's already out there. But yeah, make absolutely. It, make it a little different. Just absolutely. Just a little. Absolutely. Because then it's like, well, I know I know what happened here. No, no, but there's this, there's this really interesting part I would really like you to read, read, and that's why I re did this. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely, man. Yeah, it was uh, crazy. Absolutely. Just crazy, man. What was going on? I mean, you know, it, it was close to Je you know Jerry Jarrett was going to have to take over the company because they thought Vince was going to get sent down, man. Yeah, it, he was. It looked highly. It's it's mad, isn't it? It's mad that he turns up with the net brace and all that. I'm not even <laughs> sure. Yeah, he showed up <laughs> allegedly to to get to get some sympathy, right, from the uh, from the um, the jury. But I'm not sure that worked, but. Uh, but the judges that basically said, uh, you know, there's a lot of, there was a lot of sloppy procedures here and, uh, you know, you go, you go free. <laughs> you know? uh, that that might've been the end of, uh, even if Jarrett would have taken over that, I think that would have been maybe the end of WWF or it would have been a huge blow. I don't, I don't see, I don't see Jerry Jarrett doing uh, the Vince McMahon's job back in the day. Jerry Jarrett was good in his, his Memphis yeah. in his yeah, Memphis yeah. world, and and I would say a, a genius in in promoting. 
But WWF and something national and that kind of product, it's it's a totally different uh, animal, I, I think. Back then and even and now, it's even it's it's I would say it's barely wrestling. It's 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 it's, it's an entertainment entity, you know. BP added more than seventy billion dollars to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Do you, do you still watch or do you not find the time to? And I know you're very much into the old school. I know uh, very much like myself. Uh, you, but, I mean, you can go even further back than me, you know, but uh, yeah, just the current, the current scene and, you know, just extending off that. I mean... Honestly, I really try. <laughs> I try to watch Raw. I try to watch SmackDown because I, I, uh, I'm always reading up about what's going on. And, and there's a couple of guys in there that, and, and, and ladies and, 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 and lady re- women wrestlers and men wrestlers that, that I, I, I still think is worth, worth checking out. But to me, it's if I just watch the, the normal uh, the show unfiltered, too many commercials, way too many commercials, too many pauses, uh, too many promos that I'm not, I don't feel, I just don't feel the emotion. I'm, they're not, they're not compelling to me. They're not bringing me into the show. And I want them to, like, God knows I want them to bring me back so that I can watch on a weekly basis, but they simply don't. So I'm, I'm, so I'm like, okay, I like wrestling, but you know what I still love? I still love to read like the pro wrestling illustrated. So I, nowadays I prefer reading about even back then still, but now I still, I, I, I prefer reading about what's going on as opposed to watching it because I, I, I like, I, I still, I love those magazines still, still today. And, and now they're almost like they're better than ever in terms of presentation with the, with the color and the sharp pictures and the, and the formatting They're They're super awesome. If we had, Pro Wrestling Illustrated, the way it looks now would have been like back in the day where where I have a bunch of yellowed magazines there that are almost like newspapers. Can you just, if we could have combined that, go back in time and take this presentation, use it with the old school mags, those would be, it would, it would be just a, a level up right there. But uh, short, short uh, answer is I do occasionally, but I would say... 80% of my wrestling viewing is, is the old stuff and 20% is a combination of maybe a little bit of the NWA, AWA, sometimes New Japan, Major League Wrestling, Raw, SmackDown, but all that maybe 15, 20% of my wrestling mm-hmm. viewing. And, and it's a shame. I would really like to get back into it, but I, I, I can't force myself. It's just, if it doesn't work for me, it just doesn't, you know. That's, that's fine, man. That's fine. Yeah. It's good. It's good to have yeah. that. You, do you yours. watch it reg? Do you still watch it regularly? I, 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 obviously, we our provider now. What has been for the last few years? BT Sport, yeah. Sky Sports had it for years, man. They had it, didn't they? That, that's where we had it here in the UK. Uh, which doesn't matter because they're getting it's all the footage from them, isn't it? BT Sport don't have a hand in it. We get what everyone else gets, um, but they do like a forty-five minute highlights, which you can get on the app. 
Um, I tend yeah, that was, to, that, that, I tend to I watch say, that. Yeah. I that, tend that, to watch that, man. I, yeah, I, I was going to add that. Yeah, I was going to add that. If if I think the better, but the best way to go is maybe get a con, a concise uh, like that, like more like highlights instead of the whole thing. But um, aren't most people watching the whole thing because that's why they're on Fox? They're they're on Fox to generate uh, ad revenue and and uh, but. But too many commercials, man. But anyway, let's let's stick to the positive. <laughs> but, uh, well, it's less, yep. I don't want to bring everyone down in the first what? No, you're not. Fifteen no, minutes, it's, man. It's, it's your it's your opinion. It's from your it's, perspective, uh, man. It, that's what that's what I wanted. You maybe know? most people maybe most people watch the way you watch nowadays. You know, on the app or or the highlights on on you know on the on their website on www.com. And I think I mean they got incredible traffic. So people are watching, but I think they're consuming it differently than before. Before, people would sit down for the two-hour raw and the nitros, and they would just eat everything up, man. But now I think with so much content out there, instant content at your fingertips, I think people are consuming wrestling a bit differently, but it's not like they're not watching, you know. I'm gonna go back to the to the past and obviously oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, let's get the past. Let's, let's get in the, let's get, get into the archive the the archives the archives of yourself your personal stuff that you love to watch some of the talent over the years man that we've we've you know been subjected to and loved and just the, oh I, I got something for you keep right. on talking keep perfect, on talking perfect yeah Yabby's gonna get some uh, we're gonna get some art I'm gonna turn it an artifact. So let's see, let's see what he's going to bring it on. Remember, screen. It's, it's remember, it's it's morning for me, so something. Absolutely, yeah. Seven but, hours behind me. But man. I know you were a fan, man. Oh, the warrior, yeah, absolutely. This is a, this absolutely. is a ninety-two. This is a ninety-two mag. You got all the Jimmy there, the Jimmy Hart, here, yeah, man. one of the greatest Skinner, Skinner. absolutely. That's Money Inc. The Mountie. That's your youth right there. Uh, Nintendo ad in the back. I knew I knew you you would dig the warrior on the cover. They oh man! W- I loved Hogan. I loved WWF Hogan. WWF superstars. WWF super superstars. <laughs> I loved Hogan. Don't get me wrong, but obviously, like you know, five, six, four, five, six years old. It was uh, Warrior and Brett. Brett was Brett still. Brett's still at the tippy top. I've said many times. I used to, on I used to start. I watched Brett when when he was with the um, you know the Heart Foundation when he was basically a heel. I didn't get to watch him in Stampede because I, I grew up in Florida. But later on, when I checked out his Stampede matches, uh, Stampede Wrestling up in Calgary in that area, amazing wrestling they had up there. Amazing that I mean, if, if someone wants to watch rest, if they really want to, and I use the term wrestling loosely, but you know, wrestling is entertainment. But they had such a style that combined a more re- more realism, and they had like a European also flair in there, and it just felt. And I'm sorry, I got to use the word. It just felt more realistic in their style. As a, it just you, the fans would go crazy, man. They had Bad News Allen. They had the Bulldogs. You know, really young Davy Boy, Dynamite, Bret Hart. Uh, just amazing stuff over in Stampede. But uh, go ahead, you you um you were going to ask me a question about the Absol- patio. Yeah, yeah, man. Go just ahead, man. The go guys to show you the mag. That was great. That was great. No, it was great. That'll be great for YouTube, man. When when this is out in full. Uh, yeah, some of the guys, uh, not necessarily WWF, because I know you're into so you know a myriad of different promotions and places. So yeah, some of the guys, man, that that you know still to this day you love. Oh, still to this day. 
Um, it's funny. I, I uh, whenever, whenever Flair, he does, you know, he's gonna make, do his have his last match. But I enjoy, I enjoy. Let, let let's put it this way: I enjoy anyone who's still around. I know that sounds so horrible. It's just, to me, it's so sad. I, I um, I, I go into Facebook, and and today was, I think, uh, while th- today we're recording this, uh, it was a seven seven years ago, the uh, Dusty Rhodes passed. It's amazing that it's so great that people remember our heroes, but it's just so sad that they're gone. It's just really sad, and it, and it makes you really think about life and um, um. You know, I guess maybe maybe writing these articles, I, I, I feel that at least hopefully people, if, 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 if I, I, some guy guns me down or something or, or I get run over by a bus, like, hey, who, who was that guy? They look me up on Google. Hey, this guy could, he, he wrote some cool articles on wrestling. Nice, you know, <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll get remembered. You'll be remembered when you're gone. But uh, it's more of a legacy thing that I write. Sometimes I think because when I see these guys, they're remembered, but they're gone and they're, but it's sad. Um, you would have to, there are no, there are very few wrestlers now that I tune into. Honestly, it would have to be an overall product before, you know, I started watching wrestling in the late 85. So it would be, I first, I started my, the first, the, the way I started was my dad handed me a VHS tape that said Saturday night's main event on a Sunday. Right. And I, and I, and I checked this out. I'm like, what is this? I just pop it in our, in, on the V on the VCR. It was our brand new VCR, which I still have here in my, uh, in my room, in my office or my nerd cave or whatever, but the, the VCR that, that, the first time I watched wrestling, that VCR is still back there in that corner, and I popped it in. It was Saturday night's main event. You know that how the intro goes. The intro yeah, of absolutely. that is amazing. Yeah. You're like, what is this? Yeah. Who? And then you got Hulk Hogan flexing, and you got you guys think you got Don Morocco going down the aisle, Adrian Adonis, the the Ricky Steamboat. I I just I just still have it in my mind how that intro goes. I I, I look for it all the time on YouTube. Sometimes it gets erased and someone else uploads it, you know. And uh and I started watching it. It was just amazing the the, the characters, the uh to me that was so fun. Later on I discovered another version of wrestling which was on a tiny black and white tv up in my room it was championship wrestling from florida it was kevin sullivan and the army of darkness which i wrote an article on it was that that imp- they uh they had superstar billy graham out in the desert getting eaten by the buzzards it was something it was to me that was I was like watching some kind of torture on TV and, and, and it was just such a grittier product compared to WWF. And uh, I was amazed later on when I watched. So I got some DVDs of, of championship wrestling from Florida. I was amazed that that uh, surprised me that it had they used green ropes because I was watching it. When I originally watched Championship Wrestling from Florida, I was watching on black and white TV, a little TV. It was more like black, green, gray, and black TV. Just switching the the UHF dial, clack, 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 and I just saw Championship Wrestling from Florida, Gordon Soley's voice. 
and uh it was it was that was it man and my and my dad used to buy me magazines to to encourage me to 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 read and uh it worked i would read them cover to cover it's a good thing he didn't see the ads in those magazines but <laughs> and some of the some of the bloody pics some of the some of the pics of guys all bloody and stuff but i i read those magazines i wish i still had them but i still i think i have one still there that he originally bought me man there was it was like treasures for me I, I remember like early 90s myself now going into magazines. Yeah. I think it was still in black and white, this magazine. I'm, I'm in Wales in the UK, like, you know, and even then it wasn't yeah. full color. I remember having this yeah. magazine. Part of me wishes I still had it. I wish I collected and kept stuff like you have. Yeah. But I remember, you know, when it sticks with you, they're like four, five, six, seven years old and you've got this in front of you. But that wasn't in color even then. And it had all the results you know, from WCW and stuff. It was amazing. Like, I was just like transfixed on this, this book, man, this magazine. Yeah, the a, 90s, if it wasn't, if it wasn't a WWF magazine, uh, the, the, the so-called after mags, you know, the pro wrestling illustrated, the wrestler inside wrestling and all wrestling superstars, the wrestling review, all those, the, that family of mags, they were mo like mostly black and white and maybe, a couple of uh, color pages and the pro wrestling illustrated later on had that insert in the middle, that poster. Uh, but uh, it, there, there was, there was something really special about those magazines. I, I really look, I go into them and read them still. And uh, you just, you just lose yourself in them. And I, I, I uh, it was at first I was frustrated because we're so obsessed over knowing what's really going on or what really happened. Okay. And that's fine, and that's you know all 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 these wrestling books up here uh off camera those are those are more like what really happened quote unquote according to Backlin, you know according to jody uh, uh Hamilton the assassin but when you go into that as those mags those are like reading uh comic books you, you they're like you i appreciate the creative writing the creativity of the writers who would, he would, they would, Oh, they would uh, have like a, a story on a, a Ricky steamboat and, and, and how he trained in, in, in Hawaii and, and supposed quotes from him. You had to be some people saying, Oh, that's BS. That was kayfabe. It was creative. It was entertaining. And you just lose yourself in those. It's like reading a, just like a, like a, you know, a fic fictional, but based on reality, like you watch a movie, they say, based on real events you know is is based on this but we made this much around it and 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 enjoy so uh th those those magazines were the internet before the internet that's that's what some a lot of people don't understand and and, and they hold a special place in, in a lot of uh, wrestling fans uh, hearts you know take me back take me back i tell you <laughs> it's just too much there's too much man it's like kids today i'm trying to get my nephew my eldest nephew into it we we bought in the wrestling ring the figures you know he's got the games on the playstation and stuff like that but uh, there's just too much there's too many things now it's just the way it is there's too much to take your attention away um, i mean used to used to if you had a couple of most magazines yeah you, you should used to just cherish them because because you, it wasn't like you weren't you didn't know if you would be able to get more later on or they, you would have your parents would buy you more but uh but uh now 
it's great. I mean, a lot of stuff is out there, but but how much is going to be remembered mm-hmm. with 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 such fondness? Who knows? Who knows? But the good thing is, pro pro wrestling, sports entertainment is is still out there. There's so many options now. There's got to be. We talked about the new stuff, and we always focus on WWE product. Most people do, you know, AEW, but there are so many smaller promotions out there that are worth checking out. And, 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 and at some point, there will be something that really grabs me and, I'll, and I'm going to watch full episodes again instead of just little, little uh, like 10, 15 minutes. You know, there's a lot of stuff out there, a lot of talented guys who aspire to be in, the, in a big company and, and with a big contract. But, but, but there's got to be. And I, I, I guarantee you, there's something out there for everyone. It's, it's maybe uh, we haven't found it yet in term, but I haven't. This episode is brought to you by Tic Tac, minty, refreshing, classic, and it's not just the Tic Tac mints. It's the new track by Kanis with beats that'll leave you feeling as refreshed as a Tic Tac and a vibe that'll take you on a ride through 100 layers of flavor. Does it get any fresher than this? Tic Tac, enjoy the bright side. That hundred layer joy ride. Pick up a pack of Tic Tac Mints today. Yeah. I've got to ask you, we've got Forbidden Door coming up, AEW New Japan, uh, cross promoted United Centre, Chicago. I've got to be honest with you, I, I love I love AEW, but I just think it's getting too, there's too much on the roster now. There was, there was a point where they were building the roster initially, you know, 2019, 2020 to a certain extent. And I get... You know, there's cross-promoting, and I, I love it, but I just think there's too much going on. Uh, there's too many belts. We've got this All-Atlantic all title coming in now. Um, uh, it's just a personal preference. I love I love the show. I just think this, the, the roster's just too gargantuan, man. I really, be- I really believe that. And, you know, Hangman had only just lost the title, and he wasn't involved in the Battle Royal on Dynamite. It... it to me, I know they're trying new things. They're trying to come at it from a different way. I know Tony Khan, huge fan of wrestling like ourselves, but I don't know, man. It, it's gone. It's too. It's too much. Uh, it's it's just a behemoth that roster now. In in my opinion, I uh, AEW. I watch a couple matches here and there. I I do notice that it's kind of hard to keep up with 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 what's going on and. Uh, I know the fans. A lot of fans are happy that there's there's a, this influx of talent from different promotions, and and they should be. This is great. If the way I see it, if there's if there's going to be a way to take down WWE, all these other companies are going to have to come together, and maybe it'll be, you know, maybe WWE will probably never disappear in our lifetime, but at least we'll have a strong number two and competition always is always good in wrestling we saw what happened the money night wars how how that helped the product how it made it exciting and and unpredictable i think what happens with the with the wwe product from what i've seen is that it it's a little predictable but it's just kind of it just seems like they're going through the motions and and it was strange because i'm watching it i'm like why am i not like why am i not getting into this i don't i don't get it because a lot of people are watching this i went back and watched stuff from the from the late 90s early 2000s the crowd was so much more into it mm-hmm. the wrestlers were so much more into their promos you just felt this tension in the air you could cut it with a knife and i'm like 
this is this is the difference. This is the overall feel of the product back back in the late nineties and early two thousands. It was just you it was it was must see TV. And I'm watching it now and it just seems so sedate, so uh but too too scripted. I just don't. I'm not feeling it. So if if they can go back to to that um, that the way those shows felt that that overall. It, I mean, you can you can you can cover the whole arena with lights and pyrotechnics and lasers, but that doesn't mask the fact that a certain wrestler is not getting over with the people or a certain match is not really uh, appealing for, for, for the people there. You cannot, there's only so much you can, you can, you can, you can mask and, 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 and hide, right. You just, there's so no, only so many smoke and mirrors. Watch the, I know you have, but just, just remember the wrestling from, from back in the day, it was just a ring and the two guys or a tag team. They didn't have all these fancy lights. They didn't have these entrance musics. And I'm, I'm talking about before entrance music. Like, you know, like you would see Bruno coming down the aisle. I always hear this. He, Bruno would be coming down the aisle and, and, and the place would shake. You would hear this. The people would just adore this guy. And, Bru- and it was a different time, of course, of, of course. But he was just a guy in tights, a black tights, simple blue tights, black boots. No, no, none of the, not, nothing, none of the fancy stuff. It was him. It wasn't, it wasn't all the special stuff. Now it's not the special stuff. Now that gets a wrestler over. It's the wrestler like Jericho. I think, okay, let's talk about current guy. Jericho is a guy who doesn't need all that stuff around him. He is over, but he, it's taken him years and years to get over. He's, he's got charisma. He's great in the ring, you know, and he's multifaceted. So there's a perfect example of you could take away all the stuff around him and he'll still get over. Just, just have him come down old school. Just have him come down the aisle, old school, nothing. And you'll still hear, hear that amazing pop by the people. So I think, uh, the current product now, they they can it, it can get better, and you will you will hear the you you'll see the 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 fans uh, react to it. You will fans, they're not. I don't I don't want to see I don't want to see fans clapping and cheering because they're supposed to. I want that to come out of their their emotions, their pure uh, love or the or their hate for someone. You know, I want to see that again. You know. That's, that's it, man. That's, I'll tell you what, so I'll just going, going back to Jericho, so do, we did a Fozzy VIP last December, and it was uh-huh. like, yeah, the place is like 40, 45 minutes up the road, and uh, yeah, you could ask some questions and stuff like that. One last, this lad here's got a podcast. <laughs> what's, it, what's it called? I go, I'm, going, I'm glad you asked. Huge <laughs> wrestling podcast. He just nice. turns around, he turns around and says, how original. Because it's come from him, because it's come from him, I yeah, he can say what he wants. Anybody else said that, I would see my arse, I would lose it. Because it came from Jericho, we have here. Yeah. I was just like, 
yeah, I could, there's not much I can say here. That's the man, the legend. So Jericho is old school. He's he's he's, yeah. he's 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 one of the last old schoolers because if you go back to how he started and who he watched and who trained him, he still has that old school mentality and the way he he handles himself. But he's 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 been able to transition perfectly to the current product. But he ha- doesn't forget that old school training he had, and and it comes through, and uh. The, the, it, it, honestly, just 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 the older the older stuff to me is is amazing. When I watch it, it's it just it just grabs you. It's it's just it's um. I really I really encourage newer fans. I'll 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 make a deal with with the newer fans. I'll watch more of the new stuff if you go back and watch more of the old stuff. Let's let's trade let's trade stuff and 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 I'll explain why this was great and you explain to me why this is great and and we'll all be happy family on on, on Stu's Wrestling podcast and Facebook and Twitter and all that. Let's just <laughs> let's just get a little bit of everything, you know. Let's get a part. Let's get a part of the shit. <laughs> let's meet. We'll have a huge. We'll yeah. have like a huge uh, Zoom uh, meeting here on Stu's Wrestling Podcast. And- about meeting in the middle sometimes, not just yeah. with this in life. I, yeah, I'm with you. I'm totally with you on that, man. Now yeah. you do you do some writing for the Logbook.com, and it's retro <clears throat> stuff. So just to come away from the wrestling, because I know you write. You know, you're doing other stuff as well as pro wrestling stories. So yeah. How how's yeah. that been doing that all the retroy sort of stuff? I mean, I mostly write about old school wrestling, but this was this was during when we were on lockdown, and I uh, there was a there was a website I, I I checked out. They would talk about retro '80s stuff, '90s, even '70s, and um, I I thought maybe I can write something about because I something about my memories from my youth and. Uh, and I just started writing from it. It was, it was a page called Retro uh, Pop uh, Pop Culture Retro Rama. Now it's on thelogbook.com, and and my work is there also. It's it's about toys and 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 like Transformers and cartoons from the past, and just when I work for Toys R Us, KB Toys. Uh, stuff like that, man. Yeah, but uh, that's just a little. That was just a little thing I wanted to 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 write about as a you know just take a break from wrestling, be a little creative, but on you know in a different forum and on different subjects. If 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 I would continue uh, uh, collecting, I would run out of money. There's just like wrestling. I think there's there's so many things now that that uh, I would love to have. And now it's even more than before because it's they have the red. Well, you can collect the old stuff all day long if you had a limited funds, but now they're bringing the old stuff back in your ways. Like you had He Man, the Master of the Universe. You know they bring it back with new uh, action figures, a new style, and everything. So you can. There's a whole universe out there where you can basically go broke in in in, in a couple of keystrokes on the <clears throat> on the internet. So yes, I active I, I still collect, but I, I really, really have to just kind of be judge be judged, uh make sure I'm not uh <laughs> I have I have the the money for the the, the rent by at the end of the month or the, the mortgage, you know. <laughs> I I don't I don't collect, but friends of mine over here, man, they're, they're mad. Uh, the pop the pop vinyls, uh, the, it got to yeah. a point. It got to a point. Um, <laughs> my friends, yeah, go got, ahead, man. 
My friend's got a uh, Macho Man one, a certain one. I don't know if it's a chase. It's <laughs> I, got a, I got a couple of those, but these are more horror horror themed. There we go. That's a good Chucky, good guy Chucky, and that's uh, from The Shining. The Shining, man. That's cool. Wendy, Wendy Torrance. So I got a couple of these, but these are these – are, I try not to collect them because they look all the same. <laughs> you know, they look – they have the same uh, mold. It just kind of change a little bit with the colors and the, I don't know, the, the, the accessories, the pop vinyls. But those are really big over there too. Oh, man. I think that there was a point with it maybe two or three years ago. The prices were through the roof. You know, if you were willing to sell. So I've asked my friend. My friend is worth thousands. Like it, 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 even now, even now. And the Macho Man one, I'm trying to think which one, which guy's a Macho Man it is. But it's worth a hell of a lot more than what he paid for it. Originally, uh-huh. we're going into thousands of pounds. So, like, you know, it's 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 gone through the roof. But there's peaks and troughs. There's peaks and troughs with it, isn't it? It, it could go down in value, couldn't it? You know, I keep I keep on. Th- I've I've heard that the the those pop pop uh, vinyls are going to be um, like the Beanie Babies of our generation, where where now you can't give them away. They they like all two hundred of these Beanie Babies. Uh, 50 cents each and and now they used to be like so collectible this is this is one in 10 or something 500 bucks and and uh who knows i mean there's so much stuff out there who knows i mean i don't i don't really collect for because i i'm i'm thinking this is gonna i'm gonna make money off this in the future I just try to. I, I got stuff behind glass like really old toys back there i just i just try to collect them stuff from my childhood like the first like a, a, a return of the jedi wallet my mom bought me back in 1983 it's back there in, in a plastic bag behind glass so those are i i just i just those are just memories for me you know from my i i come in here and write about old school wrestling and and, and look at old toys and movies and laser discs and stuff you know uh wrestling buddies back there <laughs> the hasbro's the hasbro figures as well yeah the, uh, yeah, yeah there's some over there yeah. through through lockdown uh prices i mean i'm in these groups i don't collect but i'm just fascinated by what people are getting so i've been added into groups and you, I, feel, I, I, you feel left out man i, I say to, to collecting too <laughs> I, I say to the lads i said it's fantastic it's just i've never gravitated to that. it's like signatures when we've gone to the uh wrestlemania fan access wrestlecom when we were at wrestlemania i was going there to get photos with the, with the guys you know i wanted photos of flair uh bret hart uh, ken shamrock he, he was a great one to meet rob van Dam, uh just so many guys that that's that's why i like that's my memorabilia having the you know the photos of the guys i grew up on man uh but other guys they're just mad mad into collecting it's crazy but yeah those hasbro figures were crazy the prices during lockdown, everybody was after him because they needed something to do. And it just skyrocketed in value. It was mental. It was mental seeing it. It's amazing how the economy keeps on rolling, even through a pandemic, some some way, with, with, through the internet. Like, well, I got nothing to do. I'm, I'm going to spend some money on, on, on wrestling toys. <laughs> so let's go for it. I, I might, I, this pandemic might take me too. So uh, let's get some wrestling toys and, oh, hell with it, you know. <laughs> Uh, I've speaking got, of you, you, you talk about wrestlers you you've met it just just sparked a memory for me um i used to work in minor league baseball and i they brought in they had wrestling night once and uh 
and they brought in uh, the Iron Sheik to to at, at a table for him and um his agent is Eric Sims with, was with yes. him. If you've ever heard of him, yeah, I, hope, I didn't I know. Hope. I didn't know who he was at the time. Now I know who he is, and I remember. Oh yeah, he was there. So it was Eric Sims, the Iron Sheik. I think this was before he got into all that Sheiky baby, that whole this whole persona. This was after WWF, but he was kind of working the indies. And uh, I was in charge of getting him his beer, and 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 I and. First of all, I was taken aback because he was dressed in all American stuff, and he's like America, America. Because when I watched the Iron Sheik, he he hated America and Iran and Russia, and he he was with Nikolai. Because there was a there was this moment where I stopped watching wrestling for a little bit. So, but all of a sudden, Iron Sheik shows up, and I, and I would I would get his beer and his preference was Budweiser because Budweiser is basically the iconic American beer to, to, to people not living in the States. Right. And, uh, long story short, um, he lost, it seems like by, by the end of the, uh, the whole thing, he lost his money. He didn't know where his autograph money went. None of, none of us took it, none of the staff, but it was kind of sad to see that I was, mm. I was really, I'm thinking, wow, she came in and he lost his money and, uh, and I got an autograph from him. I don't have it anymore, which was just totally uncharacteristic of me. I think I just. We got another day of NBA action and with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. One plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Somehow got rid of it, but that was dumb of me. Um, but that's that's some of those stories when you when you meet these guys, and uh, he was he was and he did his he did his Persian club. Uh, oh my days, man! Those things are heavy. Those, uh, those yeah, things yeah. are no joke. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Uh, let me, uh, you know, all try these... doing that. Try doing that with the broom. Mm. You can't do it. No, try doing no. with those. You know. <laughs> It's all is what he did. It's what he did amateur before he went into pro wrestling, man. When he was in the Olympics and all that, it's just crazy what the man's achieved. But for the money to go missing, man, that's just that's yeah. disgusting. That's disgusting. I'm sure you were disgusted, like you know. I I, I guess back then I was a little more. <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. <clears throat> sorry, I was a little more innocent, maybe, and I I could never imagine anyone taking his money. But someone must have taken his money. I mean, because there was fans around the table throughout the game, so who knows, man? Uh, but um, I ho- I hope he's well. He's 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 very entertaining on on Twitter. He's a, he's one of those guys. If you're on Twitter, just just uh, follow him. You don't need to follow anyone else. 
you'll you'll smile every time. <laughs> I like I like the one from years ago on Howard Stern, but he was on Howard Stern, like you know, it's uh, if you've been on Howard Stern, man, and uh, yeah, he was brilliant on that. He's had he's had Hogan. He has, he's oh, had Roddy, my Pipe, Roddy Piper. Oh, so good. Uh, I remember Roddy showed up, and I think Robin told him he's a he's a little shorter than I thought he would be. You know, he just already and and Roddy like, ah, and he could have said he could have said something really, you know, very Roddy like even even go taking out the the, the race car because Robin's a a black woman, but but Roddy. You know, he knows he, it's not the time anymore to make those kind of comments. But back in the day, he could have just ripped up on, on Robin. And, but uh, he behaved himself. He was a good sport, you know. And, uh, yeah, Iron Sheik has been on there. And uh, once you're on Stern, you made it, right, as, as a wrestler. That, as, you're you're that, a legend. That's it, man, you know. And a lot of people, obviously, <laughs> at his peak time, Sheik was, you know, he was Hogan. He was the... He was the anti-hero, wasn't he? That that was how he was positioned. But for years later, for him to be on there, it just goes to show, doesn't it? They left an indelible mark on the industry. Yeah, that's that's a, that's right, indelible. Absolutely, Absolutely man. Yeah, have you, how long have you been in El Salvador for? Like, how long how long have you been there for, man? Well, I think I was born here. Right. And, okay. Uh, I went to school here, and then I went to college in the states. I went to. It, to South Florida, which uh, St. Thomas University. There's a plug for my alma mater, <laughs> St. Thomas University in South Florida. I studied uh, sports administration because I love sports, but I wasn't I, I wasn't good enough to live off it as an athlete, and I didn't want to be a coach. And what's left? Oh, the people who who run run the team. You know, the man the the management behind the scenes, the finances, the the. You know the, the this the administration of the stadium and the marketing and the promotions. So that's that was my major in college, and I did work for minor league baseball team up in Northern Virginia. I did volunteer for uh, the Super Bowl, which was between the Broncos and the Falcons. Someone's gonna have to look look up what year that was. Mm-hmm. I volunteered for the Miami Dolphins, and um, I can't different 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 organizations i left that and then i started working in in retail especially basically toy to, uh, kb toys toys r us one christmas i was working the the uh the holiday season when kb toys i'm not in in over in, in in britain i'm not sure people are familiar with kb toys but uh the big players in the united states for toys were toys r us and uh kb toys so, but KB Toys went broke one holiday season. So I was working mornings for KB Toys and evenings for Toys R Us. So in, during the day, I was wearing a, a dark uh, blue shirt, like a navy color. And at night, I was wearing Toys R Us red. I was working. It was super exhausting, but I was just working with toys. And and and, and uh, I, I honestly, and, I, and I'm not... not trying to brag but i i really didn't know more about the inventory and what the store had more than the than the, than the store manager i really did I, and, and i loved working there um customers could be a little challenging at, at at some time at some points but um you're surrounded by toys right so that was great Amazing. i couldn't buy on the salary i couldn't really buy too many but i was around them <laughs> 
it was enough. It was enough. <laughs> it was enough. I, I could I could walk in. Well, this is enough. I'm around them, so these are kind of like mine, and I'm making other people happy by suggesting what to buy their kids. And uh, but I couldn't really buy too many. I would get a ten percent discount, which is what taxes almost. <laughs> yeah, <man>. so, <laughs> they should give more. They should have give more, man. Let's cast crazy. It's crazy. Pay me in toys, not yeah. money. That's fine, man. Yeah, I'll go. Man. I'll go live in my mom's basement. Pay me in toys. It's <laughs> <Very> good. <laughs> what would you like to have if money was no object? As a, as a collectible, I know you wouldn't want to sell it on, and it'd have like you know personal. It'd be very personal to you. Something that you'd like to have in the collection. I mean, I would. I would love to have more. Maybe complete, complete Master of the Universe uh, figures. Complete. Maybe not not in package because the package goes yellow no matter what you do that the plastic is going to yellow but uh, i got a, a lot of loose ones there which is great um but if i could get more complete ones and in better better condition because a lot of those they have what what you call the o-rings which is where their legs attached to their torso mm -hmm. that kind of snaps over time because rubber rubber starts uh you know, getting old. So a lot of those are kind of leaning on each other or that the torso is detached from their legs. So it looks like a, 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 a like the end, what happens the, the aftermath of some kind of medieval battle where some are just kind of lying there without their legs or their arms. So I would like more, just more, more complete vintage figures like that. But there's so much, like anyway, there's so much stuff out there. If you go to like a place like uh, look at me plugging uh, um, Entertainment Earth, go to if you wanna if you wanna go broke, like like in five minutes, go to Entertainment Earth, and there will be tons of things that you would love to just buy. So, if money was no object, I'd just splurge on that website. There we go. You know, <laughs> right back to sport. Now, back, I know to, you, back, back to what we're here for. Uh, you're, a Raiders, you're a Raiders fan. I know, Raiders. They, moved, I know they moved to Vegas. Yeah. I know that, you know, they went, they, 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 left, they, left, uh, they left LA after yeah. so many years. But yeah, I know you, I'm not, I wear all these caps you have here, but I tell you what, I, I don't know, I don't know too, the, I don't know that, too is that much. Dallas? Is that the it Dallas? Is Dallas, is Dallas Stars, Stars right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they back there? That is that one of those old, old re the old retro, old school? No, it's back? it's it's a current. It, it, it's like a current cap. Are they back yeah. there? But they they weren't there always. They left at some point, right? You know no. more than me on on the background, man. Honestly, because I get asked. I could, <laughs> you know, I could, you know I this could swear player? Dallas doesn't have a hockey team anymore. They haven't had one for years. I could swear that, but but if. If that if I'm totally wrong, please being in the Stanley Cup. Please right, please inundate uh, uh, Stu's Facebook. Uh, They've been in the Stanley Cup. That. They've been in the Stanley Cup the year before last. Uh, okay, uh, so I'm totally and, I'm totally lost. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. I move. I move. <laughs> I, I, think, move I think there was a team called the North Stars. Right. Okay. Yeah. And maybe they the moved franchise. to Dallas. Yeah. I, no one said I'm a hockey fan. Um. But I have seen, I have gone to watch minor league hockey in Macon, Georgia, but that's maybe for another podcast. But going back to the sports, the Raiders, Raiders, yeah. But you forgot to mention that they they were known for being from Oakland. Absolutely. The Oakland yeah, Raiders. Like a lot of people, yeah, L.A., they had good years in L.A. They, they won their last Super Bowl was in L.A. Um, back in 83, I believe. But they were 
to me, they're always the Oakland Raiders and Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, I'm sorry, doesn't sound right. I'm getting to accept it. But to me, it's just Raider Nation. Wherever you are, it could be anywhere on the globe. It's Raider Nation. I, uh, I had a friend who got me an autographed ball from one of the old school linebackers and he, he explained that he was, he was from El Salvador, but was, it was for a friend in El Salvador. And the guy's like, there's Raider nation in El Salvador. Yeah, of course. You know, I was like, yeah. so I, I love, I love my Raiders. I, I get so nervous before the game, during the game. Uh, I, I get superstitious. I, I, if, if they won, if, if they won last week, because I was wearing a certain shirt, then I got to wear that this week also. And, and my wife is like, aren't you going to wash that? I, I don't, that's not, it, it, it's clean. It's clean to the Serrators. If, <laughs> if, if I don't wear this, they're going to lose, you know, it's like, you just, you just get these habits during the season. And, uh, and uh, it's, I'm a football fan, but I'm mostly more of a Raiders fan. It's hard. I, I could watch a, a, any football game, but I'd rather be doing other other stuff. But when it's the Raiders, forget about writing, forget about collecting or or anything else. You sit down, I sit down and watch the game. And I would, I love when I I, I get some people who are not familiar with the sport. I'm, I'm explaining it to them, and I say, Hey, look, uh, the Raiders here are not doing very well because this is this is what's going on. I wish I wish this game would have been more exciting for you, but I really love the fact that you're watching the Raiders with me. You know, I, I like pulling people watching the game, and uh, when they win, it's amazing. And when they win with the rivals, just like any sport, like in you know, in like a we call it America, we call it football, but you call it soccer football, but the rivalry games. People are waiting for those for months, and and when they get closer and closer, it's just you just you just you just want you just don't want to lose against the rivals. Lose against anyone, but not your main rivals, right? That's the that's the thing. Yeah. I'll tell you what that that uh, new stadium there that they built for them, though, my oh, word, yeah. and then obviously SummerSlam last year was there. That's incredible. I, oh, yeah. I, do, I do like a lot of the modern stadiums and I like the design of that. Like it's clear on the top, the, the, the roof. It, it is, it's cool. It's very modern. I know a lot of people like old school stadium, stadia, but that, that's a hell of a, that's a hell of a place, the it's, Reliance Stadium. It's, it's amazing to look at. I haven't been there yet and, I, and at some point I will, but there's one thing I, I do feel that they have somehow lost a little bit if not a lot of their home field advantage. If you would go to the games mm -hmm. in, in, in Oakland, you you just knew you were you were in Oakland. You just knew you were in the in the in the Raiders stadium. Even though that place was just decrepit and, and it was just just it's just an antique that was not without upkeep. If you there are other teams in the league with older even older stadiums, but they kind of renovated them. That old that stadium in, in Oakland is just uh, it was really outdated. But there's something about it where you're like, this is this is the Raiders, and this is where we're gonna. You come in here, and and, and you're gonna if 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 even if maybe we're not gonna win, but you're gonna really remember that you were here and you played against us. You know, now with this fancy stadium. They got state of the art everything, training facilities. You got the feel that comes out from from outside, and it comes in. It's not a, the the field is 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 is, is a, it's rolled in into the stadium. 
they got this uh this tribute to the 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 al davis who was their owner from absolutely the i watched the espn 30 for 30 on al davis yeah. man amazing yeah. amazing yeah. documentary sorry i jumped in yeah al davis is like yeah i would say the messiah to wrestling comparing it like to wrestling would be kind of like uh like vince mcmahon mm-hmm. some people very very controversial figure and he'll be talked about for years, written about for years. There's like a mystique around him. And 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 if you go back to the the old school wrestling, that's one thing I really, really think that that uh we need to get back to. If if we want pro wrestling to to pull more people or or maintain the old school fans, I really think there has to be more of that mystique around the wrestlers like before. How how can you be uh you know like you're 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 supposedly now who in certain certain uh like AEW says that there are no heels and there are no heels and there are no baby faces at the way they're going it's you you just are who you are but if you're trying to portray a heelish let's put it that way heelish character but then you're on twitter and you're showing people look at look at how my garden work how that does that takes me away from it completely i'm not saying go go 100% kayfabe and just be a-holes with people everywhere you go if you're a heel i'm not i'm not saying that but let's keep a little bit of the mystique of the character like you know like the undertaker people knew he wasn't undead people i mean well no one's no one is no one well not no one but most people (laughs) are not that naive but he kept his character he took care of his protect his character for years and look how it worked in 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 a modern in today's uh, more modern product, and it worked. Why can't there be more characters like him? MJF, he's an he's an a hole, and he, but that's his, and that's his character. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I really think he's 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 one of the few people who kind of keep it that. He's, he's kind of keeping it the, the way it is. But It's unreal when you've seen it all and, you know, the, the lid had been lifted so many years before and it's been done. So, to be able to do that and people are questioning, was that a work? Was that real? Is he really pissed off in Tony Khan? He makes a talking point out of stuff, that guy, whatever way you think. And He's done, inc- he's done incredible. Do I think it'd work in WWE? Because it's saying about the contract in 2024. I know that's quite a way off. I don't know if it'd necessarily work for him in WWE, but, you know, Cody, Cody's gone back in, but he was established, wasn't he, for many years? So it's different. It's a different kettle of fish, in my mind. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you one thing today. Things today are, there's always news out there. And, and um, I, I think it, only, it can only things can only continue to get better i think pro wrestling is is alive and well whether whether people like me don't watch it too much anymore but there are a lot of people who are watching it and uh and and wrestling will always find a way to get people's attention one way or other either bringing back rick flair at 73 years old or 
you know, uh, but they but they need to they, they need to have stars. I think it can't be just about W about the about the company like WWE wants it to be. They have to you have to have stars like The Rock. You have to have uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. You have to have people like Hogan back in the day. You have to have people who who even if you don't watch wrestling, you know who they are. Like my family, they know The Rock because of his movies, and I and I keep on telling them he used to wrestle. Like, really, he used to be a wrestler. So that's how that's how that's how wrestling is gonna continue to to grow. I think uh, they have to have superstars. Not they can't. WWE calls everyone a superstar. Not everyone's a superstar. I'm sorry. The superstar are those people who non wrestling fans know by name. Those are the superstars. You know. Well put. Well put, absolutely, absolutely. One last thing to ask you. I know this is going to be very hard. This is be, one match. Most most people tuned out already because we we didn't talk about wrestling too much anyway. So uh, just yeah, ask we, whatever. We took it. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? No, no, no. It's been great. It's been great. It's been great going into other stuff aside from wrestling. Maybe about months. Yeah. It's great. It's great. Just one match. I know this is hard, man. I could name hundreds of matches. That I, I, I knew love. I was going to get, I knew I was going to get hit by this because yes. you, you, you asked this. I, I would say one match. I'm not, I'm not going to say maybe one match. I'm going to say one rivalry that really, I think it was, to, I think it was done perfectly, and I watch it still today and it holds up the rivalry between uh, Paul Orndorff and Hulk Hogan, the heel turn on Hogan, and the intensity. Please, I will ask anyone, old, new new fans, and I ask old fan. Old fans already know, but go back and watch Paul Orndorff, his work in the ring and his promos, and there was a believability about him. He was so intense in the ring. It just he was just he was just so mean. And he really thought that this guy's going to kill Hogan. Just every punch, every kick, every knee, just, and he would look at the fans and he would just, he just believed what he was doing. He is, if anyone wants to get into wrestling, you got to watch Paul Orndorff, his work in the ring, how, how he did everything. I'm not going to say this and this and that he was great. And, and he was okay on this. He was the complete package whether he you know he didn't win he did they didn't have they didn't put the belt on him but just as a a case study watch his work in the ring so believable it's almost like you know like uh like a johnny valentine would say i can't convince you that wrestling is real but i can convince you that i am or something like that you know i'm paraphrasing paul orndorff was kind of like that in the 80s where people Right from the start, people were telling me, come on, man, that's fake. Why do you watch that? Look, he didn't even hit him. But then Paul Orndorff, Orndorff would come on the scene. He was so just exuded, just his character, man. And maybe another rivalry super I, I really enjoyed was um, this was in the mid-90s, 93-ish, uh, Vader and Cactus Jack. Mm-hmm. Because it was yep. it was already going into a, a time where the product was kind of um, becoming a little uh, softer, I would say, even for WCW, which has its roots in the NWA. But then you see Cactus Jack, you know, now Mick Foley, Cactus Jack being power bombed on the concrete, 
legitimately with a concussion. You would see Vayer going all out on him with his with his like stiff uh, shots in the corner, bloodying Cactus Jack's nose. So I'm saying, you keep on telling me that this is not real. You keep on telling me that this isn't fake. But watch this match. What am I? What What are you missing here, or what am I not understanding here? This is amazing. So I would say those two uh, rivalries totally still holds up today. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah. So two two different periods, as you say. But yeah, no, fantastic. No, thank you for sharing. That, yeah, there's, there's things. There's things that still they stay in your in, in your in your memory. You know, it's like if. Uh, like I, I've, I've enjoyed a lot of matches, but if you just t- say, "Hey, two matches," boom, those are the ones that that, that that stick out, and 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 totally, we watch those today, and in two twenty, what are we twenty twenty two right now? Amazing stuff, man! Absolutely, absolutely right. I need to just ask before you go, yeah. are there any what articles will you be bringing out soon? Do you know? <laughs> Can you share share that? Yeah, yeah, sure. I got there's a there's a there's going to be one on, on Gory Guerrero. There's going, to be one, there's going to be one on, uh, I think the more recent one that's going to come out is uh, wrestlers' appearances on movies that you may have missed. Something nice, not, like a nice, a nice not, not like, a, like a list article, but like a nice deep dive. Like a one, one there is going to be uh, Big John Studd. He made more movies than, than people can imagine. Uh, a lot of obscure stuff, and um, but I, I well, I have all I have my there's gonna be one on uh, there was an incident with Manny Fernandez and Invader 3 mm-hmm. in Puerto Rico, yeah. And people are still wondering was that a work or if it was a shoot or or who's telling the truth and who's lying, and and are these are these are these wrestlers are they just working us, you know. That's going to be an interesting article. Uh, there's going to be one on Matt Morgan. I kind, I he's kind of a newer, newer talent, right? And and I and I covered him, so a lot of great stuff. Uh, pro wrestling stories. Uh, I'm I my stuff is there, and you got a lot of other great writers there. You got you got you got Benny Scala as a yes. great writer. Yes, absolutely. Jim, Jim yeah, Phillips, and um, you know JP has a ton of articles on there. He's the, he's the owner of the site as well. So I'm just going to keep on writing as long as it's fun and, and people like what I do. I'll, I'll plan on continuing. Right now I'm taking a little break, but um, I'll think of something. I got a big list. I just got to motivate myself. <laughs> the, amount, the amount of research you have to do as well. That's, that's a thing. Incredible. Thing, yeah. No, it's incredible, man. You know, you, that, I can only imagine. You know, cause I, I, can't, I can't do it. I can't do what you can do. So I appreciate it. You know, when I can't, yeah, and I can't do what, and I can't do what you do. I, uh, to me, doing, to me, interviewing guests uh, was 120 some episodes. Uh, once, once all this comes out or some, to me, that's difficult talking to people like this like this this is an art this is a, a different kind of art form engaging with people and 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 and, and keeping it interesting okay. what you do is 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 i totally respect uh what you do and it's thank not you. easy thank not you man thank you very much man uh, it's been i love it i love doing it man i can't but gonna say yeah, I've, I said it, I've said it many times i can totally tell even, that you're even just non, having a blast with every wrestling. single guest non-wrestling people uh, but i've had that on in in, in my day job before now 
you're so engaging. I said, you don't even like wrestling. No, but, uh, you know, that was just a bit, you know, praise that I wasn't expecting. You know, I just, I just do, I just do me. You're, I just do it in my your, way. Your podcast is honestly, it's like you're sitting like in, in your context. It's like, you're just at a, at a, at a pub and you're just talking with someone. That's yeah. the way your podcast yeah. feels like, or you're like at a cafe and just, you're just chatting. Sure. It's a uh, stew's, wrestling podcast but you you talk about other things like we talked about toys and i love talking i love doing that i love finding out about you you know the yeah. person you know aside from what we're predominantly here for we love we all, everyone on your podcast loves wrestling or is in wrestling mm. somehow but we all we all we all have different hobbies and, and we all have most of us normal quote normal lives normal jobs but wrestling brings us together but there's more to wrestling in life, in, in life, and uh, but it's in, in, in like there's real interesting. You get you, you get you got great guests, man, and I, and I appreciate you having me on. I really absolute do. pleasure. It's an honor having you on, man. Loved it, absolutely loved it. My guest today, relatively early in El Salvador, we've got <laughs> the, the early riser. Right, I gotta, I gotta get to work. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank I'm, you. For I'm already, I'm already dressed for work. I'm like, I'm like, where are you? I'm doing a wrestling. I'm doing a wrestling podcast. Don't worry about it, man. I'll, I'll be there when I'm there, man. It's Friday. It's thank Friday, you. man. It's, it's, you, it's almost Saturday. Practically, so. I love it. I love, it. I love it. You've uh, palmed off work to be on here today. My guest, all the way from El Salvador, it is writer for Pro Wrestling Stories. We'll have links for your articles, Javier, as well. I'll make sure I promote it when we put this out. Javier Oost, I'm trying to get the surname correct. Yeah, Javier Oist, Javier Oost. Oost. Perfect, man. Yeah. Thank you for coming on Stu's Wrestling Podcast today. Thank you for having me, man. It was a blast. I had a lot of fun, man. What a fantastic guest we've had on SWP today. Yabby with some great insight into how he writes the stories, how he goes about it. I love I love what these guys can do. It's amazing. I would not be able to do what they can do. So yeah, just lovely and honest and open is Yabia. He's such a nice, nice man. It was nice to hear about the Raiders, his NFL team. Obviously, moving over to Vegas, the franchise. But yeah, some photos there with him when it was based in Oakland. But yeah, just a fantastic episode, fantastic guest. And we'll be back very, very soon for episode 127 of Shoes Wrestling Podcast. See you soon. Sports Social Podcast Network. Every day, we rise challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.